Hi, everyone. Welcome back to What's Next with Lex. I'm your host, Alexis, and I'm joined by my friend, Katie Castillo. Katie and I have something very similar that we deal with every day, and that's known as Lyme disease. Katie and I actually met at Sanaviv. It's located in Tijuana. It's a great medical institute that treats Lyme disease, cancer, and other autoimmune disorders. And Katie and I met there, we were able to share our healing journey together because Lyme disease is no joke. (laughs) We can both testify to that. We're both young and went through this at a very vulnerable time in our life. And unfortunately, we had to just go through it. There's no other option with Lyme disease. So I got Lyme disease when I was 14. I was in the eighth grade. What happened was I'm from California. So I live in San Francisco, which I love, go Bay. I was down in Monterey for a lacrosse tournament. Yes, we do play lacrosse in California. Which I'm still shocked about. Because you know. don't hear about lacrosse in the West Coast. No, <laughs> and I got like a big lacrosse tournament. We were going for first place in Northern California. Really? So like, yeah, we went all the you way. Don't, you can't play anymore, right? No, I had to quit. It. Right. It was horrible. So I was there and basically was staying in like not the nicest hotel. It was National Forest Land. It was like by Carmel and I think I got bit by a tick there. I don't have like any, I didn't get any of the symptoms. I didn't get any of the rash. I just know that that was when I got it. Do you have any recollection of seeing a tick on you? Because I didn't. I didn't either. And that's the question everyone asks. I know. It's kind of annoying because I'm like, I literally don't know when or where I got bit. When did yours like start kicking in? 16, but it was on and off. And then when I was a junior in college, that's when it was really bad. And my symptoms just went AWOL and my life kind of flashed before me in a sense. Dude, 16, that's like your prime. I know, you were 16 too. I know, I know. Katie, so you're, you're 17 right now. Your birthday was just- Hey, I'm 18, I'm a legal adult. You're 18, oh yes, you're 17 at Santa Viv. Yeah. So now you can go to Santa Viv yourself. Now I can go all alone, which when I was in Santa Viv, they gave me special little perks because I was 18, right? Or you're I was 17. under 18. Yeah. I was under 18, so they're like, she's a minor. So they let like my mom come with me to all my doctor's appointments. <laughs> Like all the, like anything I wanted, she could be there. Yeah, it was nice. Those doctors are so kind there. I've never met doctors that cared more. Who was your doctor? Dr. Yoa. Okay. I had Dr. Armani. She was amazing. Yeah, I know. I loved him. He was so nice. I had him twice because I went twice. Okay. Talk about why you had to go to Sanity twice. Yeah. So I had to go to Sanity twice because I relapsed. I got COVID and my immune system just shut down. And whatever bugs or parasites that didn't fully get killed started back up again, which is Bartonella. Bartonella is very tricky. It's very hard to get rid of. We both have Bartonella. It's not fun. Bartonella causes headaches, neck pain, any kind of nerve damage as well. And we both suffer with that. I went back a second time. I didn't want to because when you have Lyme, you really just don't want to keep doing all these treatments. It's really hard and it's mentally draining. And that's why I'm sharing this part of my life with all of you, because I started this podcast 
and I'm introducing myself. And I think this is a huge part of my life that I need to add into it because if I didn't go to San Aviv, I wouldn't be here today. Lyme disease completely changed the way I live. I can't do the things I used to do and that's okay. I have a very healthy lifestyle, but it was a huge adjustment, especially when you were sick for so long and had no idea what was going on. So I did go twice. As I mentioned before, they're amazing doctors. So I had no issue with that. I just was over the treatment because when you're there, the treatment's really intense. We do hyperthermia. And a lot of people ask, what's that mean? So technically we were sedated for about four hours, right? Yeah, it was four hours. hours. And they raise your body temperature up to a hundred to 107 to 108 degrees. And what that does, it kills the bugs because the bugs create this biofilm around them, like a cocoon. And when you have regular antibiotics without the heat, they can't penetrate through it. So what the heat does, it breaks the biofilm. Then they do antibiotics as well because we have they a pour in. Yeah. Four different an- we yes. called it a cocktail of antibiotics. Yes, because there we, there's so many. Different. We have like all we both, you know, we probably have a mini scar right now. Yeah, but I have I have a scar tan actually. Yeah. <laughs> I literally have a scar tan because I like I'm gonna unbutton this, my polo. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Um, I have that little thing too. Uh <laughs> yeah, the treatment's yeah. very intense and there's no service there. <laughs> Which is okay. It's probably better. But when you're bored out of your mind and you're doing IVs for like six hours, it's so boring. We'd be in IVs for so long. We so just long. sit there and like all you had was a book. Yeah. Like the only or a movie you downloaded. But if you couldn't get caught with your phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad at you. So we would have our phone on airplane mode. We would get bored because we couldn't do anything earlier. We'd miss out on a lot, which oh, was we a huge part of Lyme disease as well. We were both very grateful to be there because we wouldn't be where we are today without that place. I highly recommend anyone struggling with Lyme disease, check out San Aviv. There's no other place that will do the treatment that they do. San Aviv like changed literally my whole family's life, not like even just me. It was life-changing just all together. Like, obviously it changed what we eat. It obviously changed what we can and can't do. For me, they were able to find my grandma's cancer. You know what I mean? Right. Like early stage cancer. How is she doing? There's fires in South Lake Tahoe because it's fire season in California. So my whole family is living with us right now. Really? Yeah, because it's fire season where we live in South Lake Tahoe is burning. Oh my gosh, that's awful. Yeah, pray for the fire. But yeah, this place is amazing. Even if you are a cancer patient, you just want a second opinion, I would highly recommend going there as well. I can't tell you what to do or how to act, but I'm just giving you my opinion on this place. And Katie can probably say this. It was was literally life-changing. Like the whole, I I wrote my college essay on that. It was so amazing. And the best doctors ever. I've never experienced that. You know, like the core memories, Pixar, what's the you know what, I'm no. talking about? what are you talking about? like one of those core memories in inside out oh inside okay out. i've never seen that but i hope oh, it's good i'm sure someone's seen it and it's like i'm sure someone has it. we met some great people there Corey, i miss Corey. Corey, if you're listening we miss he's you not- yeah he's killing it he has the, like the best diet he's better diet than us probably oh yeah his My diet's so okay. clean yeah so our diet you know, no sugar, dairy, gluten, soy, etc. because they're super inflammatory foods and Lyme disease is a inflammatory disease. So we have to avoid all that. It's healthy. So it's, can't healthy. Complain. it's a good weight loss. Plan. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is. 
They keep you super clean. You're not like steak or anything. You're what did they give us? They gave us buffalo meat. Fish. Fish. Buffalo. Yeah. Like Chicken, buffalo. Yeah. They gave us bison. All these veggies. It was amazing though. The yeah. experience. And when we were sick, not only did we miss out on pretty much everything, not just socially, but every aspect of our life was just put on hold. We missed out on friends, school sports and it was really difficult not just physically but mentally Lyme disease puts such a toll on your body and a lot of people don't know Lyme disease actually affects the way you think parasites get in your brain they cause inflammation that's where I had the aneurysm and the edema. I had migraines every day for over a year and a half which is crazy to think about I was in so much pain neck pain I couldn't see. Some days I couldn't walk. My heart was failing because there's a certain thing with Lyme disease that they do get in your heart and it causes some sort of cardiac arrest almost, you could say. Organs as well. It just is an awful disease. You suffered in different ways as well because it affects everyone differently. Yeah. That's the thing. So I get facial paralysis where half of my face would mm-hmm. go paralyzed and start like blowing and it looked like it was falling. And then my arm would go numb and I wouldn't be able to use my legs at all. I'd be like stuck in bed, completely unable to get up. Lyme disease affects your nerves so much. I have permanent nerve damage. I've been on gabapentin for over two years. Me too. We're yeah. twins. Yeah. <laughs> twins. Like, no, the gabapentin like was probably like before they even knew I had Lyme disease, I was on gabapentin. Oh, me too. And they tell you you're crazy. And they tell mm-hmm. you that you don't have it. That's the other thing with Lyme disease. Good luck trying to get diagnosed in the States because everyone just tells you you're crazy. They don't take you seriously. I had doctors tell me it was all my head and that I need to go to psychiatric wards because all I wanted was attention while I was screaming and crying in pain because I can't describe the pain you feel. It is your whole body is in pain. You can't do anything. And for doctors to say, oh, you're crazy. It's just a slap in the face because we go through so much and I was misdiagnosed for about four years. How long were you misdiagnosed? I was diagnosed for two years, but that's just because I was so persistent, you know? I was very persistent too. And no, I had a doctor tell me it was a West Coast thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so like we don't have invasive species. Wait, they told you Lyme disease was a West Coast thing? Or yeah, do you mean it was an it was East Coast a West thing? Coast. Or no, I mean, East Coast thing. Yeah, yeah okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. like, no, they only have that on the East Coast. We're by the Bay. There's not going to be like ticks. And like just recently- And that's a very like, false no. thing to say because ticks are everywhere. They're on the beaches. Santa Cruz, it'll be on the beach. Ticks are yeah. everywhere. You walk outside, just in your front yard, there's ticks. So unfortunately, we have to start being more aware of that. The CDC needs to start recognizing it more and spreading awareness. Because more and more people are getting it every day. And this is a terrible season for ticks. Terrible. Especially I've heard so many people say they got ticks on them. We saw a ton of people get diagnosed in sanity. Because so many people have false diagnoses. Right. They're literally being told like a lie. People aren't willing to give them their diagnosis. Right. People are like, no, they're not. They're not going to give you the diagnosis unless you fight for it. And it's sad that we have to live in a society where you have to fight. Yeah, to like it's very sad. You know, there's not much we can do about it. We don't have the final say. If you aren't feeling well and you just keep getting no answers, go to an infectious disease doctor first, get tested. If your test results come back. I'm telling you right now, don't waste your time getting treatment in the States because the only thing that will actually help is Sanaviv. 100%. I just pray for everyone who is dealing with it. 
because there is hope out there. Don't give up. You get to a point where you feel like you do. Actually, you know, Kelly from The Bachelor. She just got diagnosed. Yes, she just got diagnosed with Lyme disease. Diagnosed. I saw that. Okay, so, other celebrities with Lyme disease. Yes, Justin Bieber. Um, what's her name? Avril Lavigne. She's yep, Avril Lavigne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bella Hadid. Yeah, and what's her name? And Yolanda Hadid. Yeah, Yolanda. There's one lady from The Real Housewives that has it. Really? Yeah, yeah, I don't really watch that show. Yeah, so it's crazy. Unfortunately, this is something that we deal with on a daily basis, even though we technically don't have it. Wait, sorry, but have you gotten your blood results back yet that say like you're clear? Or No, I haven't sent them yet. They haven't sent it to me. No, they haven't sent me either. I'm just waiting. okay. I was like, wait, was I supposed to? Did you reach no. out to them? No, I um, I've been in contact with two of my doctors. I think they send it in September. Sometime. In September, yeah, because it's three months. They sent me a hormone thing because I've been feeling kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna test that and see what that goes. Kind of like the cortisone test yeah. that we did near there. I think I don't know exactly what it is. They need to start doing a lot more for it because there isn't. <laughs> There's nothing and there's no acknowledgement either like I hate to say it but Lyme disease has no acknowledgement none no. at least where I live in California Lyme disease is nothing I mean the east coast it's everywhere but they they don't treat it still like it's everywhere that's the unfortunate thing no one knows no one cares that's the sad awful truth it's literally it's an invisible illness so you are it is you don't look sick but you people don't acknowledge that you're sick they don't want to and you know what pharmaceuticals I mean? don't want to pay for it so Oh yeah, Lyme disease is all out of pocket, by the way. <laughs> Not oh, when things covered by insurance. I have great insurance. Nothing's covered by it. First I had Kaiser and then I changed to high deductible because it just was not working. I have Blue Cross Blue Shield, whatever my mom has, because I'm still under her insurance. It's really, really upsetting. But I mean, we're here today, so we're thankful. We're alive and we're doing well. <laughs> we are. We still yeah, have our hiccups from time to time when our body feels stressed we really do feel that sickness come back up again. You know, it's not that it's there. It's muscle memory at that point. So well, unfortunately, it so it's why it's chronic. What? You've had it for so long. What do you so expect? Long. And and unfortunately. I, okay. You got this one too. Oh, you're too young. Oh yeah. You can't be sick. You're too young. I don't know who decided that was a rule. That's not even true. Who said that was the rule? A very ignorant statement. <laughs> You started back up high school and I started grad school. So we're killing it, <laughs> killing the game. Nothing's stopping us, but doing it with it's, a bad it's, honor behind us. Mm-hmm. It's something we can't forget about either because it's still something we deal with every day on a daily basis. Without Santa Viva, I wouldn't be where I am today. That's for sure. No. I can't even describe how sick I was. And you too, we were both so sick. I literally thought I was going to die. I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm like, is it even, I was like, is it worth applying to college if I'm mm-hmm. not? I had to defer a year from grad school. I was supposed to like, I was supposed to like, yeah, already have graduated. So now yeah, I'm starting I, now. It's not exactly what I planned. You don't get to decide. At least I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's hard on my body. I'm not going to lie. You know, just how long it is. And your body's not used to like doing as much. Oh no, no. But it's now getting used to it. It's just still a lot. And I'm still figuring things out. You know, yeah. school's been a little stressful just started back up I've been here since July but this semester is going to be tough <laughs> I really like radio and podcasting a lot and I, I would love to stick with that that's I feel like that's my thing you know when you feel when you get to that point where you're like this is this is what I like you yeah continue with it I I do love it and this is off to the side like I am studying broadcast and journalism I have such a connection with this and radio it's awesome 
we're both here today. <laughs> you try to describe it to people, but they'll never fully understand until they had someone in their family who had it or they had it themselves. And that's just how it is for everything, you know, not just Lyme. So unfortunately, it's just the way it goes. People won't fully understand. We wouldn't be the people we are today without going through such a difficult point in our life. I matured a lot. I had a grip on reality. I was so caught up on social media and small things that didn't matter. It is a slap in the face. It is. And when you do get sick, it humbles you and you realize health is wealth. Without it, you really can't do anything. I had like paralyzed in my bed. Health is wealth. So I must be living in poverty. You can have all the money in the world. And if you don't have your health, it It doesn't doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't doesn't matter. matter. You can't do anything. You can't exist. You can't do a single thing and you can't do anything right, but you can't do anything wrong because you just can't move. You have no control over where your life is going. You have no control. You could have so much potential and it's just all gone. Exactly. You have to give up on all this. You have to give up so much for me. That's, I gave that's up how I felt. School experience. I have no high school experience. I gave up my college right experience. That was tough seeing everyone around you keep enjoying their life while you are so sick. You can't even get out of bed. And every doctor just keeps telling you you're crazy. It was an ongoing cycle until I got to a point where I said, I can't take this anymore. We're going to get to the bottom of this. I got a CT angiogram because they said, hey, you have a brain aneurysm. Oh my gosh, What? So when they went in there into my brain, they noticed that I had severe swelling of the brain. And that's when the neurosurgeon, after years of trying to figure out what was going on, he said, go get tested for Lyme disease right now. I did. And I had Lyme, rickettsia, ericleosis, babesiosis, Bartonella, both strands Bartonella, Kasaki virus. There's a few other ones too. And yeah. mono too, which somehow mono is related to all of this as well. I'm still trying to understand that, but it like suppresses your immune system. So of course it's going to come out. I have chronic mono. Anytime I get sick, I my mono comes out and my Lyme disease symptoms do too. Don't take your health for granted people because when oh, one day but- you just realize you can't do the things you used to do. I still can't fully, I can't run anymore. I was a runner and I can't run. I haven't been able to run in two years because how bad Lyme messed up my neck. My mobility in my neck is just all over the place. I lost my muscle movement. Yeah. So unfortunately there's things that I won't be able to have back and that's just the way it is. It sucks. I'm not going to lie. We're strong. We're strong. Not many people can go through this. I can say that. And we're here today. And like I said, we're killing the game, sis. Be careful. Please check yourself when you come back inside. I'm telling you, ticks are so small. You can't even it's see them. It's worth it. Spray the D on you. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I'm going camping, not this weekend, but next weekend. And I'm just, I don't want to go camping because it's low key. Like you're nervous. Oh, I don't go in the, I won't go camping. I'm not going to lie. You're brave for that. I won't, I won't do that. <laughs> the only reason I'm going is because it's my senior class event. I would be like, See you later. <laughs> I know, I know. But good for you I'm for like, going. You you have to live your life at the same time. I'm gonna That's the thing. spray myself top to bottom. Literally, everyone's gonna be like, "Um, you smell a little weird." I hope I smell weird because <laughs> you guys are attracting guys, the ticks. <laughs> you got you guys get the the ticks. I'll stay over here. I'm glad that celebrities are talking about their Lyme disease journey because it is spreading more awareness when they have that platform. Well, we need awareness. We need a lot of awareness. Lyme Disease Awareness Month is a thing. No one even knows about it. People ask me what Lyme is, and I'm like, not a fun thing to come across at all. I mean, and I would push it on my worst enemy. I wouldn't. There's a lot of people that have done me wrong, and I still wouldn't 
wishes upon them. No yeah, ex-boyfriends, I- no anything like that. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's not fun. I wouldn't wish it upon anyone in the world. I really wouldn't. And it's not just Lyme. Like I mentioned before, I have a bunch of co-infection. You never know. Like, could they still be there? Maybe, maybe not. My Lori is so horrible. I got H. Lori and SIBO from Beyond. Yes, yes, yes. I remember you mentioned that. Yeah. So my SIBO and H. Lori, I still can't eat anything. Okay, where's my food? I haven't eaten pizza. But just remember you're eating very healthy. Like, I know. Your gut controls everything that you do and how you feel. So... I think it's very important that we do treat our body like a temple. And that's what I've noticed after going to San Aviv. They live so healthy, a little too healthy from time to time. (laughs) The food's very healthy and you kind of get sick of it, but it's what your body needs. Food can heal. I'm a firm believer on that. The way you live your life, if you live your life in a healthy style and your mindset is on top 24 seven, you can feel better just from doing simple things like that without medicine. And I've learned that through this process. I think Sinovib took a really natural approach too. Oh like yeah, definitely. And natural. And I think that benefited us more than anything. Right. I think we weren't treated just as patients, but we were treated as whole human beings. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we as a society need to acknowledge that we're human. We're not just our sickness. We are people. You're not just having Lyme disease. You don't have anything. You are not your disease. You will mm-hmm. never be your disease. If you put yourself in that category, you'll never leave it. Mm-mm. You're not that. You're so much more. You have so much more potential than this disease. This disease cannot, you cannot let it put you in a box for the rest of your life. No, you can't let it control you. It's, we beat it, it though. It kind of gets you fixated on things as well. Remember at Santa Aviv, I was a little upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over <laughs> an individual. <laughs> Dude, that was embarrassing. I had so many fun nights at Santa Aviv though. So many. So many of nights that like just don't make sense. You're like, you did that in a hospital, and we're like, yeah, that's our hospital experience. Mm-hmm. It like our- didn't feel like a hospital, honestly. Oh, the floor is granite, the walls are granite. It's not your typical it's hospital beautiful. by any means. It's, it's like amazing. It's on the beach. <laughs> you're at a resort. Your view is literally oh, it's crazy. It's insane. My friends are like, so how was your vacation in Mexico? <laughs> like it wasn't much of a vacation, but yeah, it was great. <laughs> Good, thanks. Don't get many opportunities like that to heal in such a, an amazing environment. It makes it so much better. I think that definitely aids the healing process as well. Well, they really focused on the mindfulness too. They focused on your mental health. Do you still talk to Jonas? I talked to someone else. Okay. Do you talk to Jonas? Yeah, Jonas is great. <laughs> loved him. He was so nice. I so loved nice. Him. They're all so nice there. So amazing. Like yeah. amazing people. Mm-hmm. They like treat you well. Like you, you I know, know, like humans. <laughs> oh my God. We were, I think we were like kind of shocked that we were treated like humans too. Yeah. Wait, you're doing this? You're like, they read, I have like a whole, like a binder that I bring yep. to every doctor's appointment. They actually like read it. Mm-hmm. I've been going to so many doctors and I think like they actually read my file. Right. You don't get that in the States. That's they don't. Sure. Our Lyme disease journey has come to an end, hopefully, but has been a huge part of our life and has shaped us to the, who we are today. 120%. I think that's really important to mention because we are so much stronger mentally and physically. Nothing will stop us at this point. 
I tell myself every day, you know, on your bad days when you don't want to go to class and you're kind of feeling down, nothing's stopping you. You're going to go and you're going to do well <laughs> because you beat Lyme disease through the worst days of your life. So be happy you're here now. It really feels like we passed the worst days of our lives. I'd always get compared to other illnesses and people would say, well, you're lucky you don't have this or that. And that was almost a slap in the face because they never truly understood what you went through with Lyme disease. So that's why I don't comparing it. Well, I don't think we can compare Lyme disease to anything at all. You know what I mean? Right. And like, if it was anything else, it would be called that. Right. If it was something else, it would literally be called that. Like mm-hmm. if it was something else, we would be diagnosed with something else. Right. And we have been misdiagnosed, don't get me wrong. So I wanted to share this point in my life. Like I mentioned before, this is shaped who I am today. And I think it's really important to mention as I'm introducing myself to everyone that this is what happened to me and this is who I am today and why I am here today. And Katie can say the same, I'm sure, because without going through a struggle like that, you don't see what's really important in life. Like I said before, health is wealth. Your family is very important. Stop stressing over boys. Stop stressing over Instagram, social media. It just ruins your mind. It ruins the way you think because it's not realistic by any means. And once you realize that and you wake up from whatever you got going on in your head and you say, hey, I'm lucky to be here today. I'm not going to stress about the things that I can't control and that aren't important. Worry about you, worry about your goals, worry about where you will be in the next couple of years and how you're going to get there. That's what really pushed me to be where I am today, to be in grad school, getting my master's, putting myself out there more, creating more credibility for myself. I really wanted to share that experience with you guys. So many people ask me, what happened to you? What's Lyme disease? So I think this is the best platform to share it on. I think Katie can agree with that. I do agree. (laughs) We're very fortunate to have met during this process as well. Yeah. Because without it, we wouldn't be here as friends. And Katie has become like a sister to me. I love her so much. Like, don't even get me started. All my friends know about her. Like, and I literally talk about her all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at my friend Lexi. Isn't she so cute? I love her. Oh, you're so sweet. California. (laughs) New Yorker and California girl but yeah I'm very lucky to have met Katie through this process and your mom yes love story okay (laughs) so funny between your mom my mom we have the best mom and Corey and Corey oh my gosh the best time so that's what made our process a lot better the people who surrounded us and gave us an opportunity to heal all too so like amazing people and we still keep in touch with them I'm very fortunate that you came on here today and shared your experience with not only me, but everyone listening, because I think it's important to let people know, hey, I went through this, I beat it, and I'm here today. Thank you for having me, Alexia. I'm so glad you give me somewhere to tell my story, so. We need to each share individual stories as Lyme disease affects us differently, Mm -hmm. everyone differently. So it's great that we're spreading awareness and being an advocate for not only ourselves, but everyone else as well. Thank you, Katie. I appreciate you coming on here. (laughs) As for everyone else, tune in next week and see what I have coming up. My sister's joining me on my next podcast episode. I can't wait for you guys to hear. And my Mariners episode will be dropping next week again. And my other more of a broad spectrum, other topic, non-related baseball episode will be dropping. So keep tuning in, everybody. I really appreciate it. Thank you again, Katie. Yes, thanks (laughs) for having me. I'll see you guys next week.